0: Welcome to the Down to Business podcast with Alex Kirby, where entrepreneurs and small businesses cut to stretch themselves and grow their company. From interviews to in-depth discussions, you'll learn how to market effectively, increase profits, and become the leader your company needs you to be. Now, let's get down to business. Hey, what's going on everybody? Alex Kirby from Columbia, South Carolina, and I am your host of the Down to Business podcast. And if you're listening to this podcast, that is what you were listening to. Thank you so much for joining us today on this episode where we talk about how to help you grow your business, grow your finances, and grow everything that's in between when it comes to growing and marketing your business. My name again, as I said, Alex Kirby. If you have never listened, you're a new listener, we appreciate you. Hope you found us on Instagram, online, or somewhere in between, or a friend told you. Um, I am the owner of Trifecta Landscaping, a landscaping company here in Columbia, South Carolina, the capital, home of the Gamecocks. And I also own Pure Media Solutions, which is a media and marketing company that we have just started this year. And uh, we're really excited about the future of that. More to come one day on that. But today, what we're talking about in this episode is expectation overload. I wanna give you guys a little background on why we're talking about that today. But we're talking about how to not expect too much um, when you're starting to dream up things that come to your heart and your when it comes to your business or your family or anything around that. So this uh, last weekend, was on Instagram Live with a guy in my field uh, of, of landscaping. And, uh, man, we had a lot of, a lot of great questions. Uh, if you guys haven't followed us on Trifecta, uh, we've got over 15,000 followers. So about 400 people came through the Instagram Live. And there were so many good questions. You know, we're in our busy season with the landscaping. And one of the things that came up um, was from a guy who was starting a smaller company, And he had gotten a lot of good information when it came to pricing and when it came to how to acquire clients. He'd watch a lot of YouTube, talk to a lot of smart people. But the problem was he was pricing himself out of getting clients. Meaning he was already pricing himself at the top of his market and he was a small new business with no overhead, no employees. And so he was getting frustrated um, a little bit with why am I not gaining clients? And um, I kind of just pulled the reins back a little bit on them and said look you don't ever when you're a, a new business you don't want to be at the very bottom of the market but you don't want to be near the top either you want to be somewhere um, towards the middle uh, so you can get yourself a good customer base so today talking about that we're going to expand on that um, we're going to be talking about expectation overload what is it like when you start a business and you're excited and you really want to you know be profitable and But you don't want to put yourself in a situation you can't get off the ground. And so I'm going to tell you guys a little bit about um, how I started my first business, Trifecta, and some of the steps I did there. And hopefully it gives you some uh, courage. It gives you some clarity. Um, And hopefully, and we're also going to talk about one arena, um, YouTube, where there's a lot of misinformation lately, um, especially in in, um, service and trades fields where, and we're going to, we're going to decipher and break down some of these things a little bit so you guys can see through the fog that is YouTube. Um, let's get going here. So first thing we're going to talk about starting off with realistic goals. Okay. When you're starting a company, guys, you're starting an endeavor that's really hard. And, and if you've started a company, you know that. And if you're thinking about starting one, you better know that it is, it is a challenge. Starting a business is not easy. That's why I, there's majority of people don't own their own business. Um, There's a lot of risk. There's a lot of reward, but there's a lot of pain, suffering, uh, sleepless nights, uh, late nights, and um, you've got to have realistic expectations for where you want your business to go in its first phase of life. So don't go on YouTube and don't go on Instagram and don't go and ask the guy who has a 50 employee or 150 employee company in your town, um, hey, how do I be like you, you know, you need to take the first step. So uh, let me give you an example. When I started my company, Trifecta Landscaping, my first goal that I made was to get to 60 accounts. Of course, you know, you have those grander ideas in your head. Oh, I want to be a $10 million company, or uh, I want to have a couple crews, whatever those cases is. But the first thing, I can't get to the 10th floor until I've walked up the steps of the first and the second. And so the first thing, um, I, I made a goal of 60 accounts. And I made realist, realistic goals and expectations, and I made realistic plans on how to do that. And so, you know, guys, if you're a person that you're dreaming maybe four steps too far ahead and you're trying to figure out why you're not getting off the ground, it's probably because you're looking too far ahead. And, and don't get me wrong, guys, it's not it's not a bad thing to, to want to be big and strong and look 10 years down the road and have all these, you know, uh, conversations with your spouse or or just with yourself and be like, man, I want to be here one day. I'm I'm not saying that, but I'm saying that um, when you start looking so far ahead, you end up paralyzing yourself um, for today and for tomorrow and for the next several months. So make realistic goals. And the way you do that is you kind of, like I said, you kind of write down all these things. For me, writing down is a key, writing down what kind of revenue I think 60 accounts would be, um, how do I get those 60 accounts? What are ways that I can use my uh, current basis of people I know or local marketing? You know, just give yourself really basic starting points. Um, what I like to call this is start with a good base. Start with a good base. So for me, that was 60 accounts. Um, the way I executed that was, we've talked about this in previous, previous episodes, spider web marketing, texted everybody in my phone, emailed anybody I could. Um, reached out to anyone locally in my neighborhood. Hey, can I serve you? I just want to let you know I'm doing this. I would love to serve you. Um, You know, that got me 15 or so. And then you get 15 or so random ones. Once you put some marketing out there, some Facebook, some, you got a website that's up to 30. And then once you got that 30, then you just start building because once people start seeing you out there working, they see results. Next thing you know, you got 45, 50 after you pass out some door hangers and some flyers. And You know, that's the way I did it. It was nothing fancy. It was nothing, uh, you know, I don't like to use the word sexy, but it wasn't anything very attractive. You just put in that guerrilla marketing, that really intentional um, time. And next thing you know, you've got your base. And what that does for you, and I'm sure a lot of you guys have felt this, you can exhale, you can go, okay. Got my base, I can pay my bills. My wife doesn't think I'm crazy anymore for quitting my high paying job to go uh, start a plumbing company or start a marketing agency or uh, start selling stuff on Amazon, right? It gives you a little bit of breathing room so that you can start making better decisions because you're not now stressed about just paying your bills. So, you know, guys, when it comes to expectation overload, I think the main key, and this is kind of what I'm harping on today is get you that base, get you set realistic goals and get yourself a base of customers that you can build off of from there. Because then here's the second point in going into realistic expectations. Once you have a base, your customers start showing you a little bit of where you can find, have a success where you can find success. Um, You know, so in my industry, you could go commercial landscaping, you can go residential, you could go uh, doing big banks, you could do small people's houses, right? Like just, just people who have a small lawn um, but what happens is my base, my base of customers starts to not tell me where to take my business, but shows me a path of greater success. So, okay, I want to start a second crew. Where do I do that? Well, look, I've done well with these people. I can probably leverage that for more accounts like them because I'm already in their neighborhood, or maybe you have an in with a property management company, you know, things of that nature. So, one, get a base, and two, start spreading that based off where your customer base came from, because it really helps you scaling when you can already use what you've already got. Um, I like to kind of use an example with that is we have we have one account. Um, we had one account, excuse me, that I got early on that has been a, a blessing to my family and my life, and it am uh, forever grateful. We got this large account that I never would have saw coming, and uh was able to use that as I've grown the company over the last several years to get other accounts like it so because then I can go to people similar industries as this one and go hey I already know what to do here we already do this company that's similar to you we really think we can serve you well so look for opportunities like that to use what you've already got to gain what you don't Hey, guys, we want to thank Jobber for powering this episode and sponsoring the Down to Business Podcast. If you want to go look in the show notes, you can get 20% off your first six months and a two-week free trial to try out Jobber, the place that we go for CRM software. That's invoicing, customer relations, quotes, you name it. Jobber is the place to run your business on a day-to-day basis and make more money. I want to thank Jobber again for being a great sponsor of the Down to Business Podcast. So let's talk about the other side, guys, of this realistic expectations and goals. So the reason why a lot of, I think, a lot of people um, are in a particularly tough situation. Maybe you came into this and you were really excited, but you haven't you haven't had the results you wanted. It it might be because you're listening to too many people. And so I was chatting with a guy uh, in the last couple weeks, and something that I've been noticing online, me and my producer Chris have talked about is there's this weird thing that goes on with social media in landscaping slash services um, industries where some of the most influential people, some of the people that have the loudest voices, biggest platforms, most followers, actually say some of the most inaccurate information. I don't think they mean it whatsoever from a bad place. I don't think their heart's in the wrong place. What I think happens is is they speak for the majority, when they're actually in the minority, and so, in another part of that is they are not actually. I don't know. I want to speak too much on that, but let me explain what I mean. So what's happening is, is guys will post or um, produce content, and because they have a large following, I think a lot of people are inclined to listen to them. And I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not a. Uh, Away from that, I mean, we have uh, uh, some some of you guys really follow our, our company, and I understand that I have somewhat of a platform, and, and answers or or questions are asked to me, and I give answers, and I, I understand I'm I'm not trying to be hypocritical here, but um you need to challenge everything you listen to. You don't just need to listen, just like uh in the Bible it talks about, uh make sure you um. Press and you put some pressure on things on, on pastors and and messages you hear to make sure that they are actually biblical. The same thing goes with business advice. So I just want to make sure and encourage you that just because someone ha- seems to have success online or has a lot of influence when it comes to followers or whatnot, don't just uh, listen to everything they have to say about a certain subject. Uh, because here's why: there could be a lot of reasons why they're saying it, and. and it differs from person to person, but it could be because they're trying to do requirements that their sponsors, uh, make them do. Maybe they are getting equipment and they can't tell you the full truth because, um, they're getting paid a lot of money for a video. And so uh, they're telling you to buy, or this is a great mower when actually it's just a decent mower. Uh, maybe it's not even the mower they run all the time. Uh, maybe it's the mower they don't run at all, or maybe it's a piece of equipment they don't even use. um, What's what can tend to happen is opportunities come in the form of social media, which could sway their business practices. So um, we're not, you know, we're not away from that. We have partners. We have Jobber, who is tremendous, and and absolutely we are uh, partnered with them and promoting Jobber. But we only partner with companies that we use and that we care about. Um, we use Jobber. We use Ballard products. We run tons of Ballard products stuff at my company. Um, we use Petra tools. They are a new one that we're working with some, and we use their sprayers on all our fertilization crews. And the other one I'm missing, Mr. Producer is Brand Buzz, Brand Buzz. So Brand Buzz is a company that we partner with. They do all our uniforms, all the ones you see, Brand Buzz is done. This is not something we say, hey, use this promo code so we can make money. It's because we love what they do, and you guys get a discount if you use it, and we want to encourage you to have a great experience like we have. Anytime we have a problem with our uniforms, pins, marketing stuff, Brand Buzz is always on at Bailey and Manning over at Brand Buzz are tremendous with communication. They really are. Manning just sent me a long email this weekend. Shout out to Manning Cole. If you're listening to Manning, I know you do listen to the show. So for me and Chris and all the guys here at Trifecta, we're really trying to be, be big on transparency. Anything that we are, quote unquote, sponsored by, I don't think that's the right word, but a lot of people think that, we use the stuff. We don't just get a sponsor and not use it. Permagreen is our new partner with fertilizing. We use the machine. We're using it right now. As I'm recording this podcast, my crew leader, Chance, is on the machine using it right now. So being a little transparent here, guys, to say, be a little weary of someone who's doing a video. I, I would caution you. You don't have to listen to me. It's a free country. You can do whatever you want. Who's doing a video and you know they're not running the equipment every day. Because they're telling you to do something that they're not actually doing. And it's a little strange sometimes. Um, you know, you just have to ask yourself. And so the reason why all this ties in with, you know, with people who give you business advice on YouTube, but don't actually have an employee or, you know, they're telling you what to do hiring when they never really hired anybody. Um, one, they don't have any experience on it. And two the motives behind what they're saying might be for content and sponsorship purposes rather than helping you and others like you grow your business and be a healthier business. And for us at the Down to Business podcast, I'm telling you guys, we don't make money on the podcast. We spend a lot of time on it. Um, hopefully one day we do. And when we do start making money, we'll tell you. And guess what? We're going to pump that money back into the podcast to make it better. We've got big big dreams and big goals here in the next 12 months of having a studio uh doing it live via video so you can watch it you know, on during your lunch break and interact and leave comments. Um we've definitely got goals and we hope I mean look, I'm not not telling you not to make money on a podcast, but again, I think it's just about transparency and honesty. I don't you know, if we were making a ton of money, we'll tell you. Joe Rogan is really cool. I don't know if you guys listen to the Joe Rogan Experience podcast. Um, he is very candid about making money on his podcast. He just signed a 10 year, hundred million dollar deal with Spotify and good for him because he put 10 years in, 10 years in the podcast or however long he's been doing it, making not nearly as much. So it's not about money. I'm not saying that, but what I'm saying is make sure you're getting someone you're listening to that's transparent, honest, and open about why and what they're saying. Because wrapping this up with that point, guys, you can't, learn from someone and make realistic goals based on someone else's experiences if they're not fully telling you why they're saying it and what what they're doing when they say it. And so if it's a mentor in your area, if you're meeting with them for breakfast, ask them if they can be as transparent as possible, not just telling you stuff they've learned, you know, heard from other people, but what do you do? What's actually worked? Can you please share with me some of the pains, the struggles and not just the things that sound really good and are going to make me feel better because business is a grind guys like if you're not a lot of you guys listening own a business and you know it's a grind and I'm telling you again it is a grind you know right now some of you guys wake up like me 5:30 45, you get home 5:36 o'clock and you do it all over again 4 or 5 days a week and <clears throat> to have a very successful company it takes precision it takes trust it takes building a team um, or, you know, just be whenever, however big your team is, I don't want people, I only have one person. No, I have a team. Absolutely. Two people as a team. That's why there's tennis doubles. Okay. Um, but it takes a lot of work and if you want to have a healthy business, asking and learning is great things. I'm not telling you not to go learn, but make sure you're learning and listening to the right people, um, so that you can have your expectations where they need to be and not be expectation overload and frizzle out. So guys, uh, I hope that makes sense. Really appreciate you guys always being listeners, man. You guys uh, who listen, we have a great base of listeners here at the Down to Business podcast. And I just want to give you a shout out. If anybody wants to to um, email in so we can give you a shout out, please email me um or us at the down to business podcast on the Instagram message there or email me at alex at com. We're gonna actually make a Gmail account for Down to Business today. So we'll give you an email address to hit up next time. Uh, we'll give you a shout out next week if you wanna wanna be tell us you're a listener and um just want to say thank you next week on our episode. Uh, but until then guys this is the Down to Business Podcast where your business is our business. This is Alex Kirby and uh, producer Chris Hollis signing off and uh, please go leave us a review. If you can share the news, we're trying to help more people and we'll see you next time.